It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talks. Recorded live. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God.
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you. Lord, we adore you. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory the Lord, the Almighty Ring. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You are awesome, God. Hallelujah. Anyone out there tonight? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anyone on? Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, glory to God. I was on the other number and I wasn't hearing nothing. Praise God. Praise. Is this Prophet Stasha? Praise the Lord, Pastor Monica. Praise God. I'm not hearing nothing on the other. Praise God. Praise God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Pastor Maureen, are you on? Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. Um, Providence Sasha, I don't know. Um, I can't hear. I don't know if Pastor Marine is on. Are there music playing? Can you hear music? I don't hear any music. I didn't have any trouble dialing in. I doubt the ministry line. Okay. Um, do you want to open a line with prayer, please? Sure. No problem. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, Lord God. We praise you. We glorify your holy name, O oh Lord God. God, we thank you, O oh Lord God, for another opportunity, God, to 
come before you, O Lord God, God, to uh, feast with you, to learn of you, Almighty God. God, we take it uh, not for granted, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, right now as I come before you, O Lord God, God, I ask you to wash me. I ask you to cleanse me. I ask you to purge me from all unrighteousness, Lord God. Father God, any sin, any deeds, any thoughts, any actions, any words spoken, Lord God, that were displeasing to you, Almighty God. God, I ask you to forgive me right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, this is your line, Lord God, the simple words ministry, O oh Lord God. Father God, this is your work, O oh Lord God. God, you take control right now, O oh Lord God, of simple words ministry lines, the connecting lines, the phone lines, the computer lines, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord God. Father God, banish, O oh Lord God. Father God, every distraction. Father God, every um, attack, every assignment of the, of the enemy, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, O oh Lord God. Father God, we have come, O oh Lord God, to uh, read your word, Almighty God. And Father God, we decree and declare that we will not be hindered in going forth, O oh Lord God, doing, O oh Lord God, what you have called us to do, O oh Lord God. So God, we give you thanks, we give you praise, we thank you for each and every uh, person represented on tonight, Almighty God, God, that you will speak in the hearing, O oh Lord God, God, that you will speak to each and every heart that has come on tonight, O oh Lord God. God, we thank you for those that are here, for those that couldn't be here for whatever the reasons are. God, we pray a blood covering, Lord God, over our pastor. Apostle Maureen Chen Daly, Lord God, Minister Collington Daly, her entire family, oh Lord God, God, we cover, oh Lord God, each, each and every member, Lord God, Pastor Monica, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus Christ, God, Apostle Desiree Robinson, Almighty God, Dr. Angela and Benjamin Rucker, Almighty God, Prophet Bob and Prophetess Gina, Almighty God, under your son's precious blood, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, God, we dedicate and rededicate this service to you to have your will and your way, O oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you, um, Prophet Tasha. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Um, I want to take the opportunity to welcome each and every one of you to our um, Thursday night Bible reading, praise God. Uh, my name is Monica Holy-Little, and on behalf of Pastor Marine Cheng Daly, we want to welcome you all. Um, if this is your first time on the line, we welcome you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, praise God. Uh, we have service here five times per week, glory to God. Um, Starting tonight, we have our Bible reading, where we read the Bible from page to page, precept to precept. We do not skip over anything. Words that we can um, pronounce, somehow we get to pronounce it. Amen. Praise God. Um, tomorrow night, we have our flagship service, at Midnight, Sire, and Wire. And tomorrow night, I think it's praying, prayer night. I'm not too sure, but um, tomorrow night, join us at 12 midnight for um, um, prayer night service. Amen. Um, hallelujah. And then we come back again Sunday night for our Sunday worship service. Amen. 9 p.m. Come and be blessed. 
I know that some of you have, some of us of our local church that we come, while some of us, Simple Word Ministry is the only place where we come to worship. So come with your heart prepared, come with your cup full, um, empty to get filled up. Amen. That's Sunday night. Sunday night service at 9 p.m. Monday at 9 p.m. We have Bible study with Minister Shauna Burton. You don't want to miss it. Come and join us. And Wednesday again at 7:14, we have studying in the gap where we pray. We pray one for each other. We pray for our country. We pray for marriage, and children, just about everything. Everything we pray for. Amen. Um, praise God. And that's the schedule for the week. Um, I welcome each and every one of you again. Um, Sister Bridget Jensen, are you on the line? Yes, sis, I'm here. Praise God. Um, I would like you to sing a little song, just a little song, whatever the Lord drops in your spirit, before we get into Bible reading. Praise God. Oh, glory. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. This is my song because it is my testimony. And I have... I have a reason for singing it, and it's con- it's constantly in my mind and in my my thoughts. So I'm going to share it with you. I shared it um the other day with um um Sister Monica. I'm not sure if you remember, but I'm going to sing it again. And um, amen. I, I pray that your your hearts be blessed. Um, mm-hmm. I I have good reports. I have good testimony. I went to back to my doctor a year later from when I was hospitalized. And um, my my tests are are cancer free, and I thank God oh, for that. Yeah. I give Hallelujah. him praise and I give yeah. him glory. When so I sing these songs, means something to me, and um, mm-hmm. it's okay for the doctors to keep checking, you know, because I have come to know that God is faithful. Mm. So my song, my song that I sing and I keep sharing it. It is Jesus. Yes, it could have my Oh Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul. Yes, Lord. Hem of his garment. Hallelujah. His blood has made me whole. Oh, it is Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, it is Jesus. Oh, it is Jesus. Very cold, Master Sasaya. In the she came. Jesus. Yes, Lord. The hem of his garment. Yes, it Oh, and his blood mm. has made, made me whole. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Evangelist Bridget Johnson, I want to thank you for that song. Um, I'm going to give a little testimony myself. Um, you know, <clears throat> I for the past two weeks, I've, I've heard this song 
in my spirit. I have touched the hem of his garment, and mm. I could not get that out of my mind. I could not get it out of my spirit. Uh, when I go to sleep, I'm humming that song. When I wake up, I wake up singing that song. And all day for the past two weeks, this song has been on singing this song. And last night when I prayed with you, Sister Bridget, you didn't, I didn't tell you about that song. And last night when I prayed with you, before you pray, you sing that song. And I just thank God that we are on the same page. We are, we are, we are in unity with what God is doing. I am mm-hmm. encouraging someone tonight that if you're feeling pain in your body, if you're having a slight headache, if you are tired, whatever is going on, just reach out and touch the M of Jesus' garment because oh, yeah. there is healing in, his, in the blood of Jesus. Mm. The blood of Jesus make us whole. I have been declaring and decreeing that, that song over my, in my, over my life. And of course, the word of God tells us that when the woman with the issue of blood, when she touched the M of garment, she was made old. The word of God said, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what he did 3,000, 2,000 years ago, he will do it today. So let's reach out and touch the hem of his garment because his blood, the blood of Jesus, will make you whole. God bless you all. Um, at this time, we are going to go into our Bible reading. Um, we start at Joshua 23, and um, I'm going to start off reading Joshua 23. And it reads, and it came to pass. A long time after the Lord God had given rest unto Israel from all their enemies about them, that Joshua vexed, vexed old and sickened in age. And Joshua called all Israel and for their elders and for their heads and for their judge and for their officers and said unto them, I am old and sickened sicken in age. And you have seen all that the Lord your God have done unto all those these nations because of you, for the Lord is your God, and he has he that sorry, for the Lord your God he had it, had it, he that had it fight for you. Hallelujah. Behold I have divided unto you by a lot these nations that remain to be an inheritance for your tribe, for Jordan, with all the nations that I have cut off, even unto the great sea westward. Verse 5 of Joshua 23, And the Lord your God, he shall expel them from before you and drive them from out of your sight, and he shall post Possess their land as the Lord your God had it promised unto you. Be he therefore <clears throat> very courageous to keep and to do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, that he return that he turn not aside therefrom to the right 
and are to the left, that he come not amongst these nation, among these nations, these that remain among you neither make mention of the name of their gods, nor cause to swear by them, neither serve them, nor bow yourself unto them. But cleave unto the Lord your God, as ye have done unto this day. For the Lord had it driven out from before you, great nation and strong. But as for you, no man had it seen, had it been able to stand before you unto this day. Hmm. One man of you shall chase a thousand for the Lord your God. He, he it is that fighted for you as he had it promised you. Verse 11, take good heed therefore unto yourself that he love the Lord your God. Else if ye do in any wise go back and cleave unto the remnant of these nations, even these, even these that remain among you and shall, and shall make marriage with them and go in unto them and they to you. Know for a certain that the God, the Lord your God, will no more drive out any of these nations from before you, but they shall be smear and traps unto you and scourges in your side and thorns in your eyes until ye perish from off this good land which the Lord your God has given you. Excuse me. Verse 14, And behold, this day I am going the way of all the herd, and he know in all your hearts and in all your soul that not one thing at its sale of all the good things which God, your, which the Lord your God spoke concerning you, all are come to pass unto you, and not one thing at its sale thereof. Therefore it shall come to pass, that as all good things are come upon you, which the Lord your God promised you, so shall the Lord bring upon you all evil things until he has destroyed you from off the good land which the Lord your God has given you. 16 and last, <clears throat> excuse me, when he have transgressed, sorry, when he have transgress the covenant of the Lord your God, which he command you, and have gone and served other God, and bow yourself to them, then shall the anger of the Lord be kindled against you, and ye shall perish quickly from off the good land which he had given unto you. Praise God. Joshua chapter 24. And Joshua gathered all the tribe of Israel to Shechem and called for the elders of Israel and for their heads and for their judge and for their officers and for them and they present themselves before God. And Joshua said unto all the people, Thus said the Lord God of Israel, Your father dwelt on the other side of the flood in an old time, even Terah, the father of Abraham, 
and the father of Nacar, and they serve other gods. And I took your father, Abraham, from this. Oh, my God. Mm. Hallelujah. Verse 3. <clears throat> and I took your father, Abraham, from the other side of this flood and lead him through all the land of Canaan and multiply his seed and gave him Isaac. And I gave Isaac unto Jacob and Esau, and I gave unto Esau Mount Seir to, to possess it. But Jacob and his children went down into Egypt. I said Moses also on Aaron, and I plagued Egypt. Oh, according to that which I did among them, and afterward I brought you out. You, I brought your father, sorry, verse 6, and I brought your father out of Egypt, and he come unto the sea, and the Egyptian pursue after your fathers with chariots and horsemen unto the Red Sea, and when they cry unto the Lord, he put darkness between you and the Egyptian, my God, and brought the sea upon them and covered them. And your eyes have seen what I've done in Egypt, and he dwelt in the wilderness a long season. And I brought you into the land of the Ammonites, which dwell on the other side of Jordan, and they fought with you, and I gave them into your hands that they might possess their land, and I destroyed them before, your, before you. Verse 9, verse 9, Then Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, arose and war against Israel, and sent and, sent and called Balaam, the son of Bor, to curse you, but I would not hearken unto Balaam. Therefore he blessed you still, so I deliver you out of his hand. Verse 11, And he went over Jordan and came unto Jericho, and the men of Jericho fought against you, the Ammonites and the Perizzites and the Canaanites and the Ittites and the Jerusites and the Ittites and the Judasites, and I delivered them into your hand. And I sent and I sent them on it before you, which drove them out before, from before you, even the two kings of the Ammonites, but not with thy sword, nor with thy bow. Verse 13, and I, and I have gave you a land for which you did not labor, and city which you did not build, hey, and you dwell in them, of the vineyard and olive yard which ye planted not did you eat. My God. Now therefore fear the Lord, and serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away God which your fathers served on the other side of his flood and in Egypt, and serve ye the Lord. And if it seems evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served 
that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites, which were which which land you dwell. But as for me and my own soul, we shall serve the Lord. Hallelujah. And the people answered and said, God forbid that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. Verse 17 of Joshua 24, for the Lord our God, he it is that brought us up and our fathers out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage and which did these great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way wherein we went and among all the people through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out them, drove out from before us all the people, even the Ammonites which dwell in the land. Therefore, we will also serve the Lord, for he is our God. And Joshua said unto the people, He cannot serve the Lord, for he is an holy God. He is a jealous God. He is not he will not forgive your transgression nor your sin. If you forsake the Lord and serve strange God, then he will turn and do you hurt and consume it after that he had done you good. And the people said unto Joshua, Nay, but we will serve the Lord. And Joshua said unto the people, Ye are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen that ye have chosen you the Lord to serve him and they said we are witnesses now therefore put away he said the strange gods which you which are among you and incline your heart unto the Lord God of Israel and the people said unto Joshua the Lord our God we will serve and his voice we will obey and Joshua made a covenant with the people that day and set them a status and an ordinance in Shechem. And Joshua wrote these words in the book of the law of God and took a great stone and set it up there under an oak that was by the sanctuary of the Lord. Verse 27 and Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it hath heard all the words of the Lord which he spoke unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest we deny your God. So Joshua let the people depart, every man unto his inheritance, and it came to pass after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being a hundred and ten years old. And they buried him in the border of the inheritance in Timnashirara, which is in Mount Ephraim, on the north side of the hill of Gasha. And Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that, olive, that overlived Joshua 
and which had known all the works of the Lord that he had done in Israel. And the bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought out of Egypt, buried they in Shechem, in a parcel of ground, which Jacob brought of the son of Haman, the father of Shechem, for an hundred pieces of silver. And it became an inheritance of the children of Joseph. Verse 33, and last of Joshua 24, and Eliezer, the son of Aaron, died, and they buried him in a hill that pertained to Phanes, his son, which was given him in Mount Euphrates. Praise God. Um, will anybody want like to join us in reading Judge chapter 1? Amen. I can read Pastor Monica. Okay, um, Prophet Sasha, praise God. Go ahead. Hallelujah. After the death, um, I'm sorry, good night, everyone. And I'm um, going to start at Judges 1, New Living Translation. After the death of Joshua, the Israelite asked the Lord, which tribe should go first? to attack the Canaanites. The Lord answered, Judah, for I have given them victory over the land. The men of Judah said to their relatives from the tribe of Simeon, join with us to fight against the Canaanites, living in the territory allotted to us. Then we will help you conquer your territory. So the men of Simeon went with Judah. When the men of Judah attacked, the Lord gave them victory over the Canaanite and Perizzite, and they killed 10,000 enemy warriors at the town of Bezek. While at Bezek, they encountered encountered King Adonai Bezek and found against him, and the Canaanites and the Perizzites were defeated. Adonai Bezek escaped, but the Israelites soon captured him and cut off his thumbs and big toes. Adonai Bezek said, I once had 70 kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off, eating scraps from under my table. Now God has paid me back for what I did to them. They took him to Jerusalem, and he died there. The men of Judah attacked Jerusalem and captured it, killing all its people and setting the city on fire. Then they went down to fight the Canaanites living in the hill country, the Negev, and the western foothills. Judah marched against the Canaanites, and Hebron, formerly called Kiriath Arba, defeating the forces of Sheshai, Ammon, and Tamar. From there they went to fight against the people living in the town of Deber, formerly called Karas-Sephar. Caleb said, I will give my daughter Aksar in marriage to, to the one who attacks and captures Kiroth-Sephar. 
Othniel, the son of Caleb's younger brother, Canaan's, was the one who conquered it. So Aksar became Othniel's wife. When Askar married Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for the field. As she got down off her donkey, Caleb asked her, What's the matter? She said, Let me have another gift. You have already given me the land in the negative. Now please give me springs of water too. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. When the tribe of Judah left Jericho, the city of Palms, the Kenites, who were descendants of Moses' father-in-law, traveled with them into the wilderness of Judah. They settled among the people there, near the town of Arahad and Negev. Then Judah joined with Simeon to fight against the Canaanites living in Zephah, and they completely destroyed the town. So the town was named Hormah. In addition, Judah captured the towns of Gezah, Ascalon, and Esquan, along with their surrounding territories. The Lord was with the people of Judah, and they took possession of the hill country, but they failed to drive out the people living in the plains who had iron chariots. The town of Hebron was given to Caleb, and as Moses had promised, and Caleb drove out the people living there who were descendants of the three sons of Anak. The tribe of Benjamin, however, failed to drive out the Jebusites who were living in Jerusalem. So to this day, the Jebusites live in Jerusalem among the people of Benjamin. Judges 1, verse 22. The descendants of Joseph attacked the town of Bethel, and the Lord was with them. They sent men to scout out Bethel, formerly known as Luz. They they confronted a man coming out of the town and said to him, Show us a way into the town, and we will have mercy on you. So he showed them a way into the town, and we will have mercy on you. So he showed them a way in, and they killed everyone in the town except that man and his family. Later the man moved to the land of the Hittites where he built a town. He named it Luz, which is its name to this day. The tribe of Manasseh failed to drive out the people living in Bethshine, Tanah, Dor, Ibn, Megiddo, and all their surrounding settlements because the Canaanites were determined to stay in that region. When the Israelites grew stronger, they forced the Canaanites to work as slaves, but they never did drive them completely out of the land. The tribe of Ephraim failed to drive out the Canaanites living in Gezer, So the Canaanites continued to live there among them. The tribe of Zebulun failed to drive out the residents of Kitron and Nahalo, 
and the Canaanites continued to live among them. But the Canaanites were forced to work as slaves for the people of Zebulun. The tribe of Asher failed to drive out the residents of Akko, Sidon, Allah, Atzib, Helba, Aphek, and Rehob. Instead, the people of Asher moved in among the Canaanites who controlled the land, for they failed to drive them out. Likewise, the tribe of Naphtali failed to drive out the residents of Bashemish and Bethanah. Instead, they moved among the Canaanites who controlled the land. Nevertheless, the people of Bashemish and Bethanah, Bethanah were forced to work as slaves for the people of Natali. As for the tribe of Dan, the Amorites forced them back into the hill country and would not let them come down unto the plains. The Amorites were determined to stay in Mount Harris, Agilon, Shabim. But when the descendants of Joseph became stronger, they forced the Amorites to work as slaves. The boundary of the Amorites ran from Scorpion Pass to Sela and continued upward from there. Joshua chapter 2, the New Living Translation. The angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal to Bochum and said to the Israelites, I brought you out of Egypt into this land that I swore I would give your ancestors. And I said, I would never break my covenant with you. For your part, you were not to make any covenants with people living in this land. Instead, you were to destroy their altars, but you disobeyed my command. Why did you do this? So now I declare that I will no longer drive out the people living in your land. They will be thorns in your sides, and their gods will be a constant temptation to you. When the angel of the Lord finished speaking to all the Israelites, the people wept loudly. So they called the place Bochum, which means weeping, and they offered sacrifices there to the Lord. After Joshua sent the people away, each of the tribes left to take possession of the land allotted to them. And the Israelites served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and the leaders who outlived him. Those who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. They buried him in the land he had been allocated from Timnath, Sarah, in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gosh. Uh, Judges chapter 2, verse 11. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight and served the images of Baal. They abandoned the Lord, 
the God of their ancestors who had brought them out of Egypt. They went after other gods, worshiping the gods of the people around them, and they angered the Lord. They abandoned the Lord to serve Baal and the image of Ashtoreth. This made the Lord burn with anger against Israel, so he handed them over to the raiders who stole their possessions. He turned them over to their enemies all around, and they were no longer able to resist them. Every time Israel went out to battle, the Lord fought against them, causing them to be defeated, just as he had warned, and the people were in great distress. Then the Lord raised up judges to rescue the Israelites from their attackers. Yet Israel did not listen to the judges, but prostituted themselves by worshiping other gods. How quickly they turned away from the path of their ancestors who had walked in obedience to the Lord's commands. Whenever the Lord raised up a judge over Israel, he was with that judge and rescued the people from their enemies throughout the judge's lifetime. For the Lord took pity on his people who were burdened by oppression and suffering. But when the judge died, the people returned to their corrupt ways, behaving worse than those who had lived before them. They went after other gods, serving and worshiping them, and they refused to give up all to give up their evil practices and stubborn ways. So the Lord burned with anger against Israel. He said, Because these people have violated my covenant, which I've made with their ancestors. I'm sorry and have ignored my commands, I will no longer drive out the nations that Joshua left unconquered when he died. I did this to test Israel to see whether or not they would follow the way of the Lord as their ancestors did. That is why the Lord left those nations in place. He did not quickly drive them out or allow Joshua to conquer them all. Um, Joshua chapter 3, New Living Translation. Um, These, okay, you, you go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Amen. Judges chapter 3, New Living Translation. These are the nations that the Lord left in the land to test those Israelites who had not experienced the wars of Canaan. He did this to teach warfare to generations of Israelites who had no experience in battle. These are the nations, the Philistines, those under the five Philistine rulers, all the Canaanites and the the Sidonians and the Hivites, living in the mountains of Lebanon from Mount 
they are Herman to level Hamath. These people were left to test the Israelites to see whether they would obey the commands the Lord had given to their ancestors through Moses. So the people of Israel lived among the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, Jebusites, and they intermarried with them. Israelite sons married their daughters, and Israelite daughters were given in marriage to their sons, and Israelites served their gods. But when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help, the Lord raised up a rescuer to save them. His name was Othniel, the son of Caleb's younger brother, Kenaz. The spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he became Israel's judge. He went to war against King Hushan, Rishathaim of Aram, and the Lord gave Othniel victory over him. So there was peace in the land for 40 years. Then Othniel, son of Canaz, died. Judges chapter 3, verse 12. Once again, the Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight, and the Lord gave King Eglon of Moab control over Israel because of their evil. Eglon enlisted the Ammonites, the Amalekites, as allies, and then went out and defeated Israel, taking possession of Jericho, the city of Palms. And the Israelites served Eglon of Moab for 18 years. But when the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help, the Lord again raised up a rescuer to save them. His name was Ehud, son of Gera, a left-handed man of the tribe of Benjamin. Why? The Israelites sent Ehud to deliver their tribute money to King Eglon of Moab. So Ehud made a double-edged dagger that was about a foot long, and he strapped it to his right thigh, keeping it hidden under his clothing. He brought the tribute money to Eglon, who was very fat. After delivering the payment, Ehud started home with those who had helped carry the tribute. But with Ehud reached the stone idols near Gilgal, he turned back. He came to Eglon and said, I have a secret message for you. So the king commanded his servants, be quiet. And he sent them all out of the room. Ehud walked over to Eglon, who was sitting alone in the cool upstairs room. And Ehud said, I have a message from God for you. As King Eglon rose from his right thigh, 
and plunged it into the king's belly. The dagger went so deep that the handle disappeared beneath the king's fat. So Ehud did not pull out of the dagger. The king's bowels empty. Then Ehud closed and locked the doors of the room and escaped down the latrine. After Ehud was gone, the king's servants returned and found the doors to the upstairs room locked, then thought he might be using the latrine in the room, so they waited. But when the king didn't come out after a long delay, they became concerned and got a key. And when they opened the doors, they found their master dead on the floor. Mm. While the servants were waiting, Ehud escaped, passing the stone idols on his way to Salah. When he arrived in the hill country of Ephraim, Ehud sounded a call to arms. Then he led a band of Israelites down from the hills. Follow me, he said, for the Lord has given you victory over Moab, your enemy. So they followed him, and the Israelites took control of the shallow crossings of the Jordan River across from Moab, preventing anyone from crossing. They attacked the Moabites and killed about 10,000 of their strongest and most able-bodied warriors. Not one of them escaped. So Moab was conquered by Israel that day, and there was peace in the land for 80 years. After Ehud, Shamgar, son of Ammon, rescued Israel, he once killed 600 Philistines with an ox gold. Amen. 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 Prophet Joseph. Praise him. Judge chapter 4, thank you. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night. Oh, favorite judge. Chapter 4. <laughs> Deborah, Deborah, becomes Israel's judge. New Living Translation. After chapter 4, verse 1, after Ehud's death, the Israelites again did evil in the Lord's sight. So the Lord turned them over to King Jabin of Hazor, a Canaanite king. The commander of his army was Sisera, who lived in Horosheth, Hagoyim. Sisera, who had 900 iron chariots, oppressed the Israelites for 20 years. Then the people of Israel cried out to the Lord for help. Deborah, the wife of Lapidus, was a prophet who was judging Israel at that time. She would sit under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim, and the Israelites would go to her for judgment. One day she sent for Barak, son of Abinonam, 
who lived in Kadesh in the land of Nephtali. She said to him, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, commands you. Call out 10,000 warriors from the tribes of Nephtali and Zebulun at Mount Tabor, and I will call out Sisera, commander of Jabin's army, along with his chariots and warriors, to the Kishon River. There I will give you victory over him. Barak told her, I will go, but only if you go with me. Very well, she replied, I will go with you, but you will receive no honor in this venture, for the Lord's victory over Sisera will be at the hands of a woman. Whoa. So Deborah went with Barak to Kadesh. At Kadesh, Barak called together the tribes of Zebulun and Nephtali, and 10,000 warriors went up with him. Deborah also went with him. Now Heber, the Canaanite, a descendant of Moses' brother-in-law, Habab, or Habab, had moved away from the other members of his tribe and pitched his tent by the oak of Zananim near Kadesh. When Sisera was told that Barak, son of Abinonam, had gone up to Mount Tabor, he called for all 900 of his iron chariots and all of his warriors, and they marched from Herosheth, uh, Hago, well, Hagoyim, Hagoyim, to the Kishon River. Then Deborah said to Barak, Get ready. This is the day the Lord will give you victory over Sisera, for the Lord is marching ahead of you. So Barak uh, led his 10,000 warriors down the slopes of Mount Tabor into battle. When Barak att- attacked, the Lord threw Sisera and all his chariots and warriors into a panic. So Sarah leaped down from the chariot and escaped on foot. Then Barak chased the chariots and the enemy army all the way to Herosheth, Hagoyim, killing all of Sisera's warriors. Not a single one was left alive. Meanwhile, Sisera ran to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the Kenite, because Heber's family was on friendly terms with the king Jabin of Hazor. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said to him, Come into my tent, sir, come in. Don't be afraid. So he went into her tent, and she covered him with a blanket. Please give me some water, he said. I'm thirsty. So she gave him some milk from a leather bag and covered him again. Stand at the door of the tent, he told her. If anybody comes and asks you if there is anyone here, say no. Mm. When Cicera, but when Cicera fell asleep from exhaustion, Jael quietly crept up to him with a hammer wow, and tent, tent peg in her hand. Then she drove the tent peg through the, his temple into the ground, so he died. Mm. Barak came looking for Cicera. Jael went out to meet him. She said, come, and I will show you the man you are looking for. So he followed her into the tent and found Sisera lying there dead with the tent peg through his temple. So on that day, Israel saw God defeat Jabin, Canaanite king, the Canaanite king. And from that time on, Israel became stronger and stronger against King Jabin until they finally <coughs> destroyed him. Chapter 5, the Song of Deborah. On that day, Deborah and Barak, son of Abinadab, sang this song. 
Israel's leaders took charge, and the people gladly followed. Praise the Lord. Listen, you kings, pay attention, you mighty rulers. For I will sing to the Lord. I will make music to the Lord, the God of Israel. Lord, when you set out from Seir and marched across the fields of Edom, the earth trembled and the cloudy skies poured down rain. The mountains quaked in the presence of the Lord, the God of Mount Sinai, in the presence of the Lord, the God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, son of Anath, in the days of Jael, people avoided the main roads, and travelers stayed on winding pathways. There were few people left in the villages of Israel until Deborah arose as a mother of Israel. When Israel chose new gods, war erupted at the city gates. Yet not a shield or spear could be seen among 40,000 warriors in Israel. My heart is with the commanders of Israel, with those who volunteer for war. Praise the Lord. Consider this, you who ride on the fine donkeys, you who sit on the fancy saddleback blankets, and you who walk along the road. Listen to the village musicians gathered at the watering holes. They recount the righteous victories of the Lord and the victories of his villagers in Israel. Then the people of the Lord marched down to the city gates. Wake up, Deborah, wake up. Wake up, wake up, and sing a song. Arise, Barak. Lead your captives away, son of Abinam. Down from Tabor marched the few against the nobles. The people of the Lord marched down against mighty warriors. They came down from Ephraim, a land once belonged to the Amalekites. They followed you, Benjamin, with your troops. From Makir, the commanders marched down. From Zebulun came those who who carry a commander's staff. The princes of Issachar were with Deborah and Barak. They followed Barak, rushing into the valley. But in the tribe of Reuben, there was a great indecision. Why did you sit at home among the sheepfolds to hear the shepherds whistle for their flocks? Yes, in the tribe of Reuben, there was great indecision. Gilead remained east of the Jordan. And why did Dan stay home? Asher sat unmoved at the seashore, remaining in his harbors. But Zebulun risked his life, as did Nephetili, on the heights of the battlefield. The kings of Canaan came and fought at Tanakh near Megiddo's springs, but they carried off new silver treasures. The stars fought from heaven. The stars in their orbits fought against the Sarah. The Kishon River swept them away. The ancient torrent, the Kishon, march on with your courage, my soul. Then the horse's hooves hammered the ground, and the galloping, the galloping of Sisera's mighty steeds. Let the people of Moraz be cursed, said the angel of the Lord. Let them be utterly cursed, because they did not come to help the Lord, to help the Lord against the mighty warriors. Most blessed among women in jail, the wife of Heber, the Kenite. May she be blessed above all women who live in tents. Sisera asked for water, and she gave him milk. And a bowl fit for nobles, she brought him yogurt. Mm. Then with her left hand, she reached for a tent peg, and in her right hand, for the workman's hammer. She struck Sisera with the hammer, crushing his head with a shattering blow. She pierced his temple. She sank. He sank and fell. He lay still at her feet. And where he sank, there he died. From the window, Sisera's mothers looked out. Throughout the window, she watched for his return, saying, 
Why is this chariot so long in coming? Why don't we hear the sound of chariot wheels? Her wise women answer, and she repeats these words to herself. They must be dividing the captured plunder with a woman or two for every man. There will be colorful robes for Sisera and colorful embroidered robes for me. Yes, the blunder will include colorful robes embroidered on both sides. Lord, may all your enemies die like Sisera, but may those who love you rise like the sun and all its power. I'll read uh, 6 too. Amen. Get him becomes judge. Israel's judge. The Israelites. Praise God. Praise the Lord. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight, so the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years. The Midianites were so cruel that the Israelites made hiding places for themselves in the mountains, caves, and strongholds. Whenever the Israelites planted their crops, mar- marauders from Midian, Amalek. Am- Am- and the people of the east would attack Israel, camping in the land and destroying crops as far as Gaza. They left the Israelites with nothing to eat, taking all the sheep, goats, cattle, and donkeys. These enemy hordes, coming with their livestock and tents, were as thick as locusts. They arrived on the droves of camels, too numerous to count, and they stayed until the land was stripped bare. So Israel was reduced to starvation by the Midianites. Then the Israelites cried out to the Lord for help. When they cried out to the Lord because of Midian, the Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites. He said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of slavery in Egypt. I rescued you from the Egyptians and from all who oppressed you. I drove out your enemies and gave you their land. I told you, I am the Lord your God. You must not worship the gods of the Amorites in whose land you now live, but you have not listened to me. Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree of Orphrah, which belongs to Joash of the clan of Ebiezer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a winepress to hide the grain from the Midianites. The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Mighty hero, the Lord is with you. Sir, Gideon replied, If the Lord is with is with us, why has all this happened to us? Mm. Well, that's a good question sometimes. And where are all the miracles our ancestors told us about? Didn't they say the Lord brought us up out of Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us and handed us over to the Midianites. Verse 14. And then the Lord returned, or the, then the Lord turned to him and said, "Go with strength you have and rescue. Go with the strength you have and rescue Israel from the Midianites. I am sending you." But Lord Gideon replied, "How can I rescue Israel? My clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of Manasseh, and I am the least of my in my entire family." The Lord said to him, "I will be with you, and you will destroy the Midianites as if you were fighting against one man." Mm. Gideon replied, if you are truly going to help me, show me a sign to prove that this is really the Lord speaking to me. Don't go away until I come back and bring me and bring my offering to you. 
He answered, I will stay here until you return. Gideon hurried home. He cooked a young goat, and with a basket of flour, he baked some bread without yeast. Then carrying the meat in a basket and brought in a pot, he brought them out and presented them to the angel who was under the great tree. The angel of God said to him, Place the meat and the unleavened bread on this rock and pour the broth over it. And Gideon did as he was told. Mm, I had a preach right there. Then the Lord, angel of the Lord touched the meat and bread with the tip of the staff in his hand, and fire flamed up from the rock and consumed all he had brought. And the Amen. angel of the Lord disappeared. When Gideon realized that it was the angel of the Lord, he cried out, O sovereign Lord, I am doomed. I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. It is all right, the Lord replied. Do not be afraid. You will not die. And Gideon built an altar to the Lord there and named it Yahweh Shalom. The Lord is my peace. The altar remains in Ophrah in the land of the clan of Ebiezer to this day. That night the Lord said to Gideon, Take the second bull from your father's herd, the one that is seven years old. Pull down your father's altar to Baal and cut down the Asher pole standing beside it. Then build an altar to the Lord your God here on this hilltop sanctuary. Laying the stones carefully. <clears throat> Sacrifice the bulls a burnt offering on the altar. Using as fuel the wood of the Asher pole you cut down. Mm. But Gideon took ten of his servants and did as the Lord had commanded. But he did it at night because he was afraid of the other members of his father's household and the people of the town. Early the next morning, as the people of the town began to stir, someone discovered that the altar of Baal had been broken down and that the Asher pole beside it had been cut down. In their place, a new altar had been built, and on it were the remains of the bull that had been sacrificed. The people said to each other, Who did this? And after asking around and making a careful search, they learned that it was Gideon, the son of Joash, Bring out your son, the men of the town demanded of Joash. He must die for destroying the altar of Baal, for cutting down the Asher pole. But Joash shouted to the mob that confronted him, Why are you defending Baal? Will you argue his case? Whoever pleads his case will be put to death by morning. If Baal truly is a god, let him defend himself and destroy the one who broke down his altar. And from then on, Gideon was called Jerubbabel. Jerubbabel, which means let Baal defend himself, because mm-hmm. he broke. Oh, wait, oh I because he broke down Baal's altar. Huh. Where we? This is where you, you guys ever ever heard of a fleece? Like where you fleece the Lord for something? No, no. Like when you um. You say, Lord, and it's not its not really a good thing to do to a certain, you know what I'm saying? But this this is where this comes from, like when you fleece the Lord for something. Lord, if this is what you want me to do, I'm going to, I expect you to do this. If this is what you want me to do. It's called a fleece. Uh, verse 33. Soon after, afterward, the armies of Midian, Am- Amalek, and the people of the east formed an alliance against Israel and crossed the Jordan, camping in the valley of Jezreel. 
Then the spirit of the Lord took possession of Gideon. He blew a ram's horn as a call to arms, and the men of the clan of Ebiezer came to him. And he also sent messengers throughout Manasseh, Asher, Zebulun, and Naphtali, summoning the, their warriors, and all of them, and all of them responded. Then Gideon said to God, "If you are truly going to use me to rescue Israel, as you promised." Prove it to me in this way. I will put a wool fleece on the threshing floor tonight. If the fleece is wet with dew in the morning, but the ground is dry, then I will know that you are going to help me rescue Israel as you promised. And that is just what happened. When Gideon got up early the next morning, he squeezed the fleece and wrung out a whole bowl of water, bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, please don't be angry with me, but let me one more, let me make one more request. Let me use the fleece for one more test. This time, let the fleece remain dry while the ground around it is wet with dew. So that night, God did as Gideon asked. The fleece was dry in the morning, but the ground was covered. Amen. Amen. God bless your prophet, Joseph. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Miracle working, God. Sister Bridget? Praise um, the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Did you want to give it to somebody else? Is anyone else on the line? We can. I mean, anyone else anyone on the else line? Can... Go ahead. I'm here, but I'll, I'll wait for Sister Bridget. Okay. Oh, if I just catch up, okay. I thought Sister Bridget. Oh, praise God. <laughs> praise the Lord. Judges seven, and I believe reading from the Good News translation. Praise God. <laughs> One day, Gideon and all his men got up early and camped beside Harod Spring. The Midianite camp was in the valley to the north of them by Mora Hill. The Lord said to Gideon, The men you have are too many for me to give them victory over the Midianites. They might think that they had won by themselves, and so give me no credit. Announce to the people, anyone who is afraid should go back home, and we will stay here at Mount Gilead. So 22,000 went back home, but 10,000 stayed. Then the Lord said to Gideon, you still have too many men. Take them down to the water, and I will separate them for you there. If I tell you a man should go with you, he will go. If I tell you a man should not go with you, he will not go. Gideon took the men down to the water, and the Lord told him, Separate everyone who laps up the water with his tongue like a dog. For everyone who gets down on his knees to drink. There were 300 men who scooped up water in their hands and lapped it. All the others got down on their knees to drink. 
The Lord said to Gideon, I will rescue you and give you victory over the Midianites with the 300 men who lapsed the water. Tell everyone else to go home. So Gideon sent all the Israelites home except the 300 who kept all the supplies and trumpets. The Midianites' camp was below them in the valley. Verse 9. That night, the Lord commanded Gideon, get up and attack the camp. I am giving you victory over it. But if you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant, Pura. You will hear what they are saying, and then you will have the courage to attack. So Gideon and his servant, Pura, went down to the edge of the enemy camp. The Midianites, the Amalekites, and the desert tribesmen were spread out in the valley like a swarm of locusts. And they had as many camels as there were grains of sand on the seashore. When Gideon arrived, he heard a man telling a friend about a dream he was saying. I dreamed that a loaf of barley bread rolled into our camp and hit a tent. The tent collapsed and lay flat on the ground. His friend replied, it's the sword of the Israelite, Gideon, son of Josh. It can't mean anything else. God has given him victory over Midian and our whole army. When Gideon heard about the man's dream and what it meant, he fell to his knees and worshipped the Lord. Then he went back to the Israelite camp and said, Get up. The Lord is giving you victory over the Midianite army. He divided his 300 men into three groups and gave each man a trumpet and a jar with a torch inside it. He told them, when I get to the edge of the camp, watch me and do what I do. When my group and I blow our trumpet, then you blow yours all around the camp and shout for the Lord and for Gideon. Gideon and his 100 men came to the edge of the camp a while before midnight, just after the guard had been changed. Then they blew the trumpet and broke the jars they were holding. And the other two groups did the same. They all held the torches in their left hands, the trumpets in their right, and shouted, a sword for the Lord and for Gideon. Every man stood in its place around the camp, and the whole enemy army ran away yelling. While Gideon's men were blowing their trumpet, the Lord made the enemy troops attack each other with their swords. They ran toward Zarathon as far as Beth, Chita, as far as the town of Abel, Meholar, near Tabath. Then... Men from the tribes of Naphtal, Asher, and both parts of Manasseh were called out, but they pursued the Midianites. Gideon sent messengers through all the hill country of Ephraim to say, Come down and, and fight the Midianites. Hold the Jordan River and the streams as far as the Beth Barah. 
to keep the Midianites from crossing them. The men of Ephraim were called together and they held the Jordan River and the streams as far as Beth Barrow. They captured the two Midianite chiefs, Oreb and Zeb. They killed Oreb at Oreb Rock and Zeb at the winepress of Zeb. They continued to pursue the Midianites and brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon, who was now east of Jordan. Judges uh, chapter 8. Then the people of Ephraim said to Gideon, Why did you call us when you went to fight the Midianites? Why did you treat us like this? They complained bitterly about it. But he told them, What I was able to do is nothing compared with what you have done. Even the litter that you people of Ephraim did is worth more than what my whole clan has done. After all, through the power of God, you killed the two Midianite sheep, Oreb and Zeb. What have I done to compare with that? When he said this, they were no longer so angry. Verse 4. By this time, Gideon and his 300 men had come to the Jordan River and had crossed it. They were exhausted, but, but were still pursuing the enemy. When they arrived at Sukkoth, he said to the men of the town, Please, give my men some loaves of bread. They are exhausted, and I am exhausted. Zeba and Zalomna, the Midianite kings. But the leaders of Sukkoth said, Why should we give your army any food? You haven't captured Zeba and Zalmuna yet. So Gideon said, all right, when the Lord has handed Zeba and Zalmuna over to me, I will beat you with thorns and bears from the desert. Gideon went on to Penuel and made the same request of the people there. But the men of Penuel gave the same answer as the men of Sukkoth. So he said to them, I am going to come back safe and sound, and when I do, I will tear this town down. Zeba and Zalmuna were at Karkor with their army. Of the whole army of desert tribesmen, only about 15,000 were left. 120,000 soldiers had been killed. Gideon went on the road along the edge of the desert, east of Noba and Jogbiha and attacked the army by surprise. Verse 12. The two Midianite kings, Zeba and Zalmumna, ran away, but he pursued them and captured them and caused their whole army to panic. When Gideon was returning from the battle by the way of Heres Pass, he captured a young man from Sukkoth and questioned him. The young man wrote down for Gideon the names of the 77 leading men of Sukkoth. Then Gideon went to the men of Sukkoth and said, Remember when you refused to help me? You said that you couldn't give any food to my exhausted army 
because I hadn't captured Zeba and Zalmuna yet? Well, here they are. He then took thorns and bristles from the desert and used them to punish the leaders of Sukkot. Verse 17. He also tore down the tower of Peniel and killed the men of that city. Then Gideon asked Zeba and Zalmuna, What about the men you killed at Tabor? They answered, They looked like you. Every one of them like the son of a king. Gideon said, They were my brothers, my own mother's son. I solemnly swear that if you had not killed them, I would not kill you. Then he said to Jether, his oldest son, Go ahead, kill them. But the boy did not draw his sword. He hesitated because he was still only a boy. Then Zeba and Zalmunna said to Gideon, Come on, kill us yourself. It takes a man to do a man's job. So Gideon killed them and took the ornaments that were on their necks of their camels. Verse 22. After that, the Israelites said to Gideon, Be our ruler, you and your descendants after you. You have saved us from the Midianites. Gideon answered, I will not be your ruler, nor will my son. The Lord will be your ruler. But he went on to say, let me ask one thing of you. Every one of you, give me the earrings you took. The Midianites, like other desert people, were gold, wore gold earrings. The people answered, well, We'll be glad to give them to you. They spread out a cloth, and everyone put on it the earrings that he had taken. The golden, the gold earrings that Gideon got weighed over 40 pounds, and this did not include the ornaments, necklaces, and the purple cloths that the king of Midian wore, nor the collars that were around the necks of their camels. Gideon made an idol from the gold and put it in his hometown, Ophrah. All the Israelites abandoned God and went there to worship the idol. It was a trap for Gideon and his family. So Midian was defeated by the Israelites and was no longer a threat. The land was at peace for 40 years until Gideon died. Verse 29, uh, Judges chapter 8. Gideon went back to his own home and lived there. He had 70 sons. Because he had many wives, he also had concubine. In Shechem, she bore him a son, and he named him Abimelech. Gideon's son of Joash died at a ripe old age and was buried in the tomb of his father, Joash, at Ophrah, the town of clan of Abizir. After Gideon's death, the people of Israel were unfaithful to God again and worshipped the Baals. They made Baal of the covenant of their God and no longer served the Lord their God, who had saved them from all their enemies around them. 
35 and last, they were not grateful to the family of Gideon for all the good that he had done for Israel. There ends the reading of Judges chapter 8. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Sister Andrea. Evangelist, you want to go ahead? Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night. And we are at Judges chapter 9. Yes. Praise God. Judges chapter 9. I am reading from the King James Version. And Abimelech the son of Jerubal went to Shechem unto his mother's brethren and communed with them and with all the family of the house of his mother's father, saying, Speak, I pray you, in the ears of all the men of Shechem, whether it is better for you, either that all the sons of Jerubal, which are threescore and ten persons, reign over you, or that one reign over you. Remember also that I am your bone and your flesh. And his mother's brethren spake of him in the ears of the men, of all the men of Shechem, all these words, and their hearts inclined to follow Abimelech. For they said, He is our brother. And they gave him threescore and ten pieces of silver out of the house of Baalberith, where wherewith Abimelech hired vain and light persons which followed him. And he went unto his father's house at Ophrah, and slew his brethren, the sons of Jerubal, being threescore and ten persons upon one stone. Notwithstanding, yet Jotham, the youngest son of Jerubal, was left, for he hid himself. And all the men of Shechem gathered together, and all the house of Milo, and went and made Abimelech king by the plain of the pillar that was in Shechem. And when they told it to Jotham, he went and stood in the top of Mount Gerizim and lifted up his voice and cried and said unto them, Hearken unto me, ye men of Shechem, that God may hearken unto you. The trees went forth on a time to anoint a king over them, and they said unto the olive tree, Reign thou over us. But the olive tree said unto them, Should I leave my fatness, wherewith by me they honor they honor God and man, and go to be promoted over the tree? And the tree said to the fig, Come thou and reign over us. But the fig tree said unto them, Should I forsake my sweetness and my good fruit, and go to be promoted over the tree? And then said the trees unto the vine, Come thou and reign over us. And the vine said unto them, Should I leave my wine, which cheereth God and man, and go to be promoted over the trees? Then said all the trees unto the bramble, Come thou and reign over us. And the bramble said unto the trees, If in truth ye anoint me king over you, then come and put my God, put your trust in my shadow. And if not, let fire come out of the bramble and devour the cedars of Lebanon. Now, therefore, if ye have done truly and sincerely in that ye have made Abimelech king, and if ye have dealt well with Jobal and his house and have done unto him according to his deserving of his hands, for my father fought for you and, and, and adventured his life far and delivered you out of the hand of Midian, 
and you are risen up against my father's house this day and have slain his sons, threescore and ten persons upon one stone, and have made Abimelech the son of his maidservant king over the men of Shechem, because he is your brother. If ye then have dealt truly and sincerely with Zerubbabel and with his house this day, then rejoice ye in Abimelech, and let him also rejoice in you. But if not, let fire come out from Abimelech, and devour the men of Shechem and the house of Nero, and let fire come out from the men of Shechem and from the house of Nero, and devour Abimelech. And Jotham ran away and fled, and went to Beer, and dwelt there for fear of Abimelech his brother. When Abimelech had reigned three years over Israel, then God sent an evil spirit between Abimelech and the men of Shechem, and the men of Shechem dealt treacherously with Abimelech. That the cruelty done to the threescore and ten sons of Jerubal might come, and their blood be laid upon Abimelech their brother, which slew them, and upon the men of Shechem, which aided him in the killing of his brethren. And the men of Shechem set, set li- liars in wait for him in the top of the mountain, and they robbed all that came along that way by them. And it was told Abimelech. And Gal the son of Ebed came with his brethren and went over to Shechem. And the men of Shechem put their confidence in him. And they went out into the fields and gathered their vineyards and trod, and trod the grapes and made merry and went into the house of their God and did eat and drink and cursed Abimelech. Judges chapter 9 verse 28. And Gal the son of Ebed said, Who is Abimelech? Who is Shechem? What that we should serve him? Is not he the son of Jerubal and Zebul his officer? Serve the men of Hamer, the father of Shechem, for why should we serve him? And would to God this people were under my hand, then would I remove Abimelech. And he said unto Abimelech, Increase thine army, and come out. And when Zebul, the ruler of the city, heard the words of Gaul, the son of Ebed, his anger was kindled. And he sent messengers unto Abimelech, privily saying, Behold, Gaul the son of Ebed and his brethren, be come to Shechem, and behold, they fortify the city against thee. Now therefore, up by night, thou and the people that is with thee, and lying with in the field. And it shall be that in the morning, as soon as the sun is up, thou shalt rise early and set upon the city. And behold, when he and the people that is with him come out against thee, then mayest thou do to them as thou shalt find occasion. And Abimelech rose up, and all the people that were with him by night, and they laid wait against Shechem in four companies. And Gaul the son of Ebed went out and stood in the entering of the gate of the city. And Abimelech rose up, and the people that were with him from lying in wait. And when Gaul saw the people, he said to Zebul, Behold, there come people down from the top of the mountain. And Zebul said unto him, Thou seest the shadow of the mountains as if they were men. Hmm. And Gaul spake again and said, See, there come people down from the middle of the land, and another company come along by the plain of 
monomon. Mionamon. Then said Zebul unto him, Where is now thy mouth, wherewith thou saidst, who is Abimelech, that we should serve him? Is not this the people that thou didst despise? Go out, I pray now, and fight them. Fight with them. <laughs> and God went out before the men of Shechem and fought with Abimelech. And Abimelech chased him, and he fled before him, and many were overthrown and wounded, even unto the entering of the gate. And Abimelech dwelt at Aruma, and Zebul thrust out Gaul and his brethren, that they should not dwell in Shechem. Judges chapter 9, verse 42. And it came to pass on the morrow that the people went out into the field, and they told Abimelech. And he took the people and divided them into three companies and laid wait in the field, and looked, and behold, the people were come forth out of the city, and he rose up against them and smote them. And Abimelech and the company that was with him rushed forward and stood in the entering of the gate of the city, and the two other companies ran upon all the people that were in the field and slew them. And Abimelech fought against the city all that day, and he took the city and slew the people that was therein, and beat down the city and sowed it with salt. And when all the men of the tower of Shechem heard that, they entered into an hold of the house of the god Beareth. And it was told Abimelech that all the men of the tower of Shechem were gathered together. And Abimelech got him up to Mount Zalman, he and all the people that were with him. And Abimelech took an axe in his hand and cut down a bull from the tree and took it and laid it on his shoulder and said unto the people that were with him, What ye have seen me do, make haste and do as I have done. And all the people likewise cut down every man his bow and followed Abimelech and put them to the hold and set the hold on fire upon them. So that all the men of the tower of Shechem died also, about a thousand men and women. Then went Abimelech to Thebes, and encamped against Thebes, and took it. But there was a strong tower within the city, and thither fled all the men and women, and all they of the city, and shut it to them, and got them up to the top of the tower. And Abimelech came onto the tower, and fought against it and went hard onto the door of the tower to burn it with fire. And a certain woman cast a piece of millstone upon Abimelech's head, and all to break his skull. Then he called hastily unto the young man, his armor-bearer, and said unto him, Draw thy sword and slay me, that men say not of me. A woman slew, slew him, and his young man thrust him through, and he died. Wow. And when the men of Israel saw that Abimelech was dead, they departed every man unto his place. Thus God rendered the wickedness of Abimelech, which he did unto his father, in slaying his seventy brethren. Judges chapter 9, 57 and last. And all the evil of the men of Shechem did God render upon their heads, and upon them came the curse of Jotham, the son of Jerubael. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Evangelist. Is there anyone else who want to join us in reading tonight, Judges chapter 10? Who hasn't read it? 
Um, Evangelist, do you want to go ahead and read another one for me, please? Amen. No problem. Thank you. Uh, Judges chapter, praise God, amen. Judges chapter 10. And after Abimelech, there arose to defend Israel Tola, the son of Pua, the son of Dodo, a man of Issachar, and he dwelt in Shemir in Mount Ephraim. And he judged twenty and three years and died and was buried in Shemir. And after him arose Jair, a Gileadite, and judged Israel twenty and two years when he had thirty sons. Wow. That rode on thirty ass colts, and they had thirty cities, which are called Hivoth Jair unto this day, which are in the land of Gilead. And Jair died and was buried in Camon. Uh, and the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and served Balaam and Ashtaroth, and the gods of Syria, and the gods of Zidon, and the gods of Moab and the gods of the children of Ammon, and the gods of the Philistines, and forsook the Lord, and served him not. And the anger of the Lord was hot against Israel, and he sold them into the hands of the Philistines, and into the hands of the children of Ammon. And that year they vexed and oppressed the children of Israel. Eighteen years all the children of Israel that were on the other side of Jordan, in the land of the Amalites, which is in Gilead, Moreover, the children of Ammon passed over Jordan to fight also against Judah and against Benjamin and against the house of Ephraim, so that Israel was sore distressed. Judges chapter 10, verse 10. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, saying, We have sinned against thee, both because we have forsaken our God and also served Balaam. And the Lord said unto the children of Israel, Did not I deliver you from the Egyptians? and from the Amorites, from the children of Ammon, and from the Philistines, the Zidians also, and the Amalekites. Then Maonites did, did oppress you, and you cried to me, and I delivered you out of their hands. Yet ye have forsaken me, and served other gods, therefore I will deliver you no more. Go and cry unto the gods which ye have chosen. Let them deliver you in the time of your tribulation. And the children of Israel said unto the Lord, We have sinned. Do thou unto us whatsoever seemeth good unto thee. Deliver us only, we pray thee, this day. And they put away the strange gods from among them and served the Lord. And his soul was grieved for the misery of Israel. Then the children of Ammon were gathered together and encamped in Gilead. And the children of Israel assembled themselves together and encamped in Mitzvah. And the people and princes of Gilead said one to another, What man is he that will begin to fight against the children of Ammon? He shall be head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. Judges chapter 10. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Shall I do Judges 11? Chapter 11. Sister, um, that's right, Sister Candice. Yeah, go ahead. Because we still have time. It's still, it's still, <laughs> you know, we still have 20 minutes. So, yeah, Amen. you can do that, and then I'll do the other one. Okay. Judges chapter 11. Th
Now Jephthah the Gileadite was a mighty man of valor, and he was the son of an harlot. And Gilead begat Jephthah. And Gilead's wife bare him sons, and his wife's sons grew up. And they thrust out Jephthah and said unto them, said unto him, Thou shalt not inherit in our father's house, for thou art the son of a strange woman. Then Jephthah fled from his brethren and dwelt in the land of Tob. And there were gathered vain men to Jephthah and went out with him. And it came to pass in process of time that the children of Ammon made war against Israel. And it was so that when the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilead went to fetch Jephthah out of the land of Tob. And they said unto Jephthah, Come and be our captain, that we might fight, may fight with the children of Ammon. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilead, Did not ye hate me and expel me out of my father's house? And why are you come unto me now when ye are in distress? And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, Therefore we turn again to thee now, that thou mayest go with us and fight against the children of Ammon, and be our head over all the inhabitants of Gilead. And Jephthah said unto the elders of Gilead, if ye, be, if ye bring me home again to fight against the children of Ammon, and the Lord deliver them before me, shall I be your head? And the elders of Gilead said unto Jephthah, The Lord be witness between us, if ye do not so according to thy word. Then Jephthah went with the elders of Gilead, and the people made him head and captain over them. And Jephthah uttered all his words before the Lord in, in this day. Uh, Judges chapter 11, verse 12. And Jephthah sent messengers unto the king of the children of Ammon, saying, What hast thou to do with me, that thou art come against me to fight in my land? And the king of the children of, the, of Ammon answered unto the messengers of Jephthah, Because Israel took away my land when they came up out of Egypt, from Arnon even unto Jabbok and unto Jordan. Now therefore restore those lands again peaceably. And Jephthah sent messengers unto the king of the children of Ammon and said unto him, Thus said Jephthah, Israel took not away the land of Moab, nor the land of the children of Ammon. But when Israel came up from Egypt and walked through the wilderness unto the Red Sea and came to Kadesh, then Israel sent messengers unto the kingdom, king of Edom, saying, Let me, I pray thee, pass through thy land. But the king of Edom would not hearken thereto. And in like manner they sent unto the king of Moab, but he would not consent. And Israel abode in Kedesh. And then they went along through the wilderness and compassed the land of Egypt, uh, Edom and the land of Moab and came by the east side of the land of Moab and pitched on the other side of Arnon, but came not with, within the border of Moab, for Arnon was the border of Moab. And Israel sent messengers unto Sion, king of the Amorites, the king of Heshbon, and Israel unto, unto him, and said unto him, Let us pass, we pray thee, through thy land into, into my place. But Sion trusted not Israel to pass through his coast. But Sion gathered all his people together and pitched in Jazz and fought against Israel. Judges chapter 11, verse 21. 
And the Lord God of Israel delivered Sion and all his people and into the hand of Israel, and they smote them. So Israel possessed all the land of the Amorites, the inhabitants of that country. And they possessed all the coasts of the Amorites, from Anon even unto Jabbok, and from the wilderness even unto Jordan. So now the Lord God of Israel hath dispossessed the Amorites from before his people Israel. And shouldest thou possess it? Wilt not thou possess that which Shemash thy God giveth thee to possess? So whomsoever the Lord our God shall drive out from before us, them will we possess. And now art thou anything better than Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab? Did he ever strive against Israel, or did he ever fight against them? While Israel dwelt in Heshbon and her towns and in Error and her towns, and in all the cities that be along by the coast of Arnon, three hundred years. Why therefore did ye not recover them within that time? Wherefore I have not sinned against thee, but thou doest me wrong to war against me. The Lord, the Judge, be judge this day between the children of Israel and the children of Ammon. Howbeit the king of Albeit the king of the children of Ammon hearkened not unto the words of Jephthah, which he said him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jephthah, and he passed over Gilead, and Manasseh, and passed over Mizpah of Gilead. And from Mizpah of Gilead he passed over unto the children of Ammon. And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord, and said, If thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Ammon into my hand, Then it shall be that whatsoever cometh forth of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, shall surely be the Lord, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over unto the children of Ammon to fight against them, and the Lord delivered them into his hands. And he smote them from error, even, even till thou come to minutes even twenty cities, and unto the plain of the vineyards, with a very great slaughter. Thus the children of Ammon were subdued before the children of Israel. And Jephthah came to Mizpah unto his house, and behold, his daughter came out to meet him with timbrels and with dances, and she was his only child, O God. Beside her he had neither son nor daughter. And it came to pass when he saw her that he rent his clothes, and said, Alas, my daughter, thou hast brought me very low, and thou art one of them that trouble me, for I have opened my mouth unto the Lord, and I cannot go back. And she said unto him, My father, if thou hast opened thy mouth unto the Lord, do to me according to that which hath proceeded out of thy mouth. For as much as the Lord hath taken vengeance for thee of thine enemies, even of the children of Ammon. And he said unto her, and she said unto her father, Let this thing be done for me. Let me alone two months, that I may go up and down upon the mountains and bewail my virginity, I and my fellows. And he said, Go. And he sent her away for two months. And she went with her companions and bewailed her virginity upon the mountains. 
And it came to pass at the end of two months that she returned unto her father, who did with her according to his vow, which he had vowed, and she knew no man. And it was a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel went yearly to lament the daughter of Jephthah, the Gileadite, four, four days in a year. Hallelujah. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Evangelist Catcher Paul. Um, Sister Bridget, you ready to continue? So this chapter 12. All right, I'll read Judges chapter 12. I have to be quiet. And the men of Ephraim gathered themselves together and went northward and said unto Jezebel, Wherefore passed thou over to fight against the children of Ammon and and didst not call us to go with thee? We will burn thy house upon thy fire. Fire. Can you eat with fire? Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes, I was on mute and I was there reading and didn't know this. So go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. When Joshua said unto them, I and my people were at great strife with the children of Ammon, and when I call you, ye deliver me not out of their hands. And when I saw ye, sorry, verse 3, and when I saw that he delivered me not, I put my life in my hands and passed over against the children of Ammon. And the Lord delivered them into my hand. Wherefore then are ye come up upon unto me this day to fight against me? Then Jehaphat gathered together all the men of Galilee and fought with Ephraim and the men of Galilee smite Ephraim because they said ye Galileites and figurites of Ephraim among the Ephraimites and among the Manassanites and the and the and the Gileadites took the passage of Jordan before the Ephraimites, and it was so that when these Ephraimites, which were kept, escaped, sorry, and, and it was so that when the Ephraimites, which were escaped, said, Let me go over, that the men of Galilee said unto him, Thou art an Ephraimite, and Sorry, thou art an Ephraimite. If he said nay, then said they unto him, Say now, Shibboleth, and said Shibboleth, for he could not frame, frame to pronounce it right. Praise God. Then they took him and slew him at the passage of Jordan, and there fell at that time of the Ephraimites forty and two thousand. And and Jehaphat, Jehaphat judged several Israel six years, and then then died Jehaphat the Galilee, and was buried in one of the cities of Galilee, of Gilead, and after him, Abazman Abaz. 
Abazan of Bethlehem judged Israel, and he had thirty sons and thirty daughters, whom he sent abroad and took in thirty daughters from abroad for his sons, and he judged Israel seven years. Then died Abazan and was buried at Bethlehem. And after him, Elon, a Zebulonite, judged Israel, and he judged Israel ten years. And Elon, the Zebulonite, died and was buried with Alajon in the country of Zebulun. And after him, Abdon, the son of Heli, a Paratonites judged Israel, and he had 40 sons and 30 nephews that rode on three score and ten um, oscars, and he judged Israel eight years. And Abaddon, the son of Hillel, the, the, the Paratonite, died and was buried in Panathan in the land of Ephraim in the mount of the Amalekites. Okay, Sister Bridget, take over. Judge, could you read Judge chapter 13? Praise God. Thank the Lord. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The birth of Samson. The Israelites sinned against the Lord again, and he let the Philistine rule them for 40 years. At that time, there was a name, there's a man named Mona from the town of Zorah. He was a member of the tribe of Dan. His wife had never been able to have children. The Lord's angel appeared to her and said, You have never been able to have children, but you will soon be pregnant and have a son. Be sure not to drink any wine or beer or eat any forbidden food. And after your son is born, you must never cut his hair, because from the day of his birth, he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite. He will begin the work of rescuing Israel from the Philistines. Then the woman went and told her husband, a man of God has come to me, and he looked as frightened as the angel of God. I didn't ask him where he came from, and he didn't tell me his name. But he did tell me that I would, be, would become pregnant and have a son. He told me not to drink any wine or beer or eat any forbidden food, because the boy is to be dedicated to God as a Nazarite as long as he lives. Then Mona prayed to the Lord, Please, Lord, let the man of God that you sent come back to us and tell us what we must do with the boy when he is born. God did what Mona asked, and his angel came back to the woman while she was sitting in the field. Her husband, Mona, was not with her. So she ran at once and told him, Look, the man who came to me the other day has appeared to me again. Mona got up and followed his wife. He went to the man and asked, Are you the man who talked to my wife? Yes, he answered. Verse 12. Then Mona said, 
Now then, when your words come true, what must the boy do? What kind of a life must he lead? The Lord's angel answered, Your wife must be sure to do everything that I have told her. She must not eat anything that comes from the grapevine. She must not drink any wine or beer or eat any forbidden food. She must do everything that I have told her. Not knowing that it has it was the Lord's angel, Mona said to him, Please do not go yet. Let us cook a young goat for you. But the angel said, If I do stay, I will not eat your food. But if you want to prepare it, burn it as an offering to the Lord. Hmm. Mona replied, Tell us your name so that we can honor you when your words come true. The angel asked, Why do you want to know my name? It is a name of wonder. So Mona took a young goat and some grain and offered them on the rock altar to the Lord, who works wonders. While the flames were going up from the altar, Mona and his wife saw the Lord's angel go up toward heaven in the flames. Mona realized then that the man had been the Lord's angel, and he and his wife threw themselves face downward on the ground. They never saw the angel again. Verse 22. Mona said to his wife, we are sure to die because we have seen God. (laughs) But his wife answered, (laughs) if the Lord had wanted to kill us, he would not have accepted our offerings. He would not have shown us all this or told us such things at, at this time. The woman gave birth to a son and named him Samson. The child grew and the Lord blessed him, 25 and last. And the Lord's power began to strengthen him while he was between Zorah and Eshtol in the camp of Dan. There ends the reading of Judges 13. Amen. Praise Amen. Praise God. Thank, Thank you, Lord. We will stop here for tonight. Next week, we will resume just, um, Judges chapter 14. Um, Evangelist Ketchapal, could you close us out, please? Thank you. Praise God. God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you one more time, Lord God, to tell you thank you, God, for your grace and your mercy to us, Lord God. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for the opportunity to come into your presence, Lord God, to commune with one another, Almighty God. We want to thank you, Lord Jesus, for the fellowship among the brethren, Lord Jesus, that we come together to read your word, O God, to understand, Lord God, your messages, and to know, Lord God, uh, and to learn from the the stories and the experiences of others, Lord God. And even so tonight, Lord God, we ask you, Father, that you will continue to direct us, Lord God. We ask that you will continue to reveal your word to us. We ask that you continue to open up our minds, O God, open up our spirits so that, God, we can glean from your word, Almighty God, and that we can live the life that you have called us to live in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I want to thank you for each and every one who came on the line tonight, Lord God. Uh, I ask you, Almighty God, that as your word, O God, is spirit and as they are life, Lord God, that you will give us new 
renewed spirit, oh God, a renewed mind. In the name of Jesus, we ask, Almighty God, that as we study your word, Lord Jesus, that, uh, God, that you will wash us, oh God, renewing uh, our minds and our spirits, Lord God, to, to glorify you in our words, in our thoughts, and in our deeds, Lord God. Help us, Lord Jesus, that day by day we will make the right choices, Lord God, to, to walk according to your precepts, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we ask, oh God, tonight that you will bless again each and every one who came out tonight, oh God, those who read and those who were not able to read tonight, oh God, those who just came out to listen, oh God, we ask, oh God, that your, your words, oh God, will continue to germinate new life in us in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I pray that you will bless the moderator of tonight's service, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Pastor Monica, our little Lord God, I pray, Jehovah God, that you will continue, Lord God, to inspire her, that you will continue to bless her, that you will continue to elevate her mind, body, soul, and spirit in the name of Jesus, I pray. Almighty God, that you will continue to use her for your glory. Oh God, let her never be in lack. Let her never experience lack, Almighty God. But I pray, Lord God, that you will send your angels always to encamp around about her, Lord God, her family, Lord God, and everything that pertains to us. To her, I pray, Almighty God, that you will continue, O God, to expose her, Lord God, to your greatness in the name of Jesus and the greatness that is in her in the name of Jesus. Remember, Sister Bridget, tonight, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Mighty God, that you supply all her needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I pray, Mighty God, that you open up doors, Lord God, that she never even imagined in the name of Jesus. I pray, Mighty God, that every need that she has, Mighty God, that even before she opened her mouth, Lord God, that you will supply yes, Lord. in the name of Jesus. Mighty God, I ask, O oh God, for your hand of protection to always, O oh God, uh, cover her in the name of Jesus. I pray in her going out and in her coming in, mighty God, that your hand will be upon her, Lord God, that you will be her way maker, that you will be her promise keeper, that you will be her light in the darkness, mighty God. Whatever it is, mighty God, I pray that you will answer, Lord God, and answer expeditiously on her behalf in the name of Jesus. God, I pray. Put also Prophet Joseph before you, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Wherever he is at this hour, mighty God, I ask that your angels will encamp around about him, mighty God, to keep him safe in the name of Jesus. I ask, almighty God, that you will continue, O God, to commune with him in the night seasons, mighty God, that you will show him great and mighty things, O God, where he couldn't even imagine, mighty God. Continue to reveal yourself. Continue to open up his mind, O God, and his spirit. So that God to the goal from strength to strength in your presence, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Even so, God, I put every minister of this wonderful ministry, simple words ministries, into your hands, mighty God. I commit, Lord God, our apostle into your hands, Apostle Desmond Robinson. God, you know everything there is to know about her, mighty God. And I ask you in the name of Jesus that God, you will rest, remain, and abide with her in the name of Jesus. Lord God, her. And the secret things, oh God, that she talks to you about, Lord God, that nobody else knows. I pray, mighty God, that you will answer her, Lord God. I pray even so that you will also supply her needs according to your riches and glory, oh God. Her physical needs, oh God, her spiritual needs, her emotional needs, whatever the needs are, mighty God. I pray that you supply them, oh God, because God, out of your sufficiency, I know that you are more than sufficient to hear her prayer, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Even so, Almighty God, I cover her family, Lord God, and everyone 
that is connected to her, Lord God. I pray that you will pronounce a blessing upon each and every one of them, oh God, that you will order their steps, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Even so, Lord God, I present the physical head over this ministry, mighty God, Apostle Elect, Marine Chen Daily, Lord God. We know everything there is to know about her, mighty God. We know her uprising, we know her her downsetting, mighty God. We know you know every move that she makes, mighty God, because you ordained and orchestrated her life, oh God, even before she was formed in her mother's womb. So tonight, Almighty God, I commit her into your hands one more time, Almighty God. And I pray, Jehovah God, that you will also supply her needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I pray, Jehovah God, that you will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon her, Lord God, where she will not have room enough to contain, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, mighty God, that you will continue, oh God, to put, bring her, oh God, to higher heights and deeper depths in you, mighty God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you'll bring her from realm to realm, mighty God, from dimension to dimension in the name of Jesus. I pray, mighty God, that you'll anoint her eyes afresh, mighty God, anoint her lips afresh, anoint her ears afresh in the name of Jesus. I pray, Jehovah God, that you'll send a battalion of angels to surround her, mighty God, to keep her from every device of the adversary in the name of Jesus. Preserve and protect her, mighty God, in her going out and in her coming in. Not only her, mighty God, but that everyone that is connected to her, oh God, will come under the everlasting covering of you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus. God, I present every simple word ministry member, oh God, on the line. Remember Sister Andrea tonight, Jehovah God, I pray that you will comfort her, oh God, even in her time, oh God, of needing you, of needing comfort, oh God, even as she grieves. Mighty God, for her, her client, mighty God, I pray that you will comfort her in the name of Jesus. Extend your hands of love towards her, mighty God, and, and keep her covered under the shadow of your mighty wings, mighty God. Remember her baby, Janae, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. In her and her coming in, mighty God, I pray that you will keep her safe, Lord God. Cover her, O oh God. Remind her, Lord God, that she is loved. Remind her, O oh God, that she is unique and that she is special, mighty God. And she is carved out for your purpose, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for each and every one, Lord Jesus. And as we leave from this line tonight, O oh God, I pray, Lord God, that we will depart from the line, but we will not depart from your presence. And that, mighty God, you will continue to pour out your spirit upon each and every one of us, O oh God. I pray, Lord God, that even so, that you will bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Almighty God, that that we will be to each other, O oh God, as members of the body of Christ, supplying the needs of, of each other, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. O oh God, let us be the prototype of Christ in the name of Jesus, even on this ministry. O oh God, as the apostles left, O oh God, a living example, help us, O oh God, as simple work ministry members also, to be living examples, Almighty God. Let us walk as we are set apart in the name of Jesus. Let us never be or operate like we are common, O God, but let us be remembered as being uncommon, O God. Always, Lord Jesus, abounding in truth, always abounding in the grace of God in the name of Jesus. I pray, Almighty God, that you will rest, your spirit will rest, remain and abide with us even as we leave this line tonight. And, oh, God, a, a blessing, oh, God, will perpetually follow us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Amen
God bless you, Evangelist Ketchupa. God bless you. I cover you from every backlashing and retaliating spirit and the word of watching or whip under this form of things you will prosper and every tongue that rises already condemned. I decree and declare Psalms 91 over you and your entire house. Um, praise God. Until we meet again mm-hmm. tomorrow, may the good Lord bless you. Until we meet again tomorrow at midnight, may the good Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I decree and I declare that you're the head and not the tail, that you're the lender and not the borrower. You're above and not beneath, and every day of your life you experience the accelerated breakthrough of God. Um, good night, each and every one. Sleep with God. God bless you all. Have a wonderful night. Love you guys. God bless you all. Amen. 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 Amen.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.